This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor's going to distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.com. FM to get started. Hey guys, Maria Menunos here. Hope you tune into my show, Untold with Maria Menunos, this Thursday night at 8 on E. You're tuning in to the online broadcast network, After Buzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries, and your number one source for after show entertainment. <laughs> TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Hello, everyone. Welcome back to our favorite show on TV, The Flash, Season 1, Episode 6, Flash is Born. I am your host, Rossi Star, alongside Tari Miller. Hey, hey. Jeffrey Masters. Howdy. And Ashley Daniels. Hi. Okay, guys, what do we think of tonight's episode overall? Let's get right into it. As always, I think the show is freaking brilliant. What do we think across the board? Um, I thought it was really fun. I love that they brought in... Uh, like a familiar person as the enemy. It was great. A familiar person as the enemy? As in, like, someone that Barry already knew. Like, oh, we've oh, been oh. going against all these strangers, but now it has a personal feel to it. Got mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Totally. Yeah, I loved it. I love that we finally named The Flash. So that's uh, exciting. That was awesome. I think we all got a little bit of satisfaction seeing a bully get beating the crap out of it and then thrown in the prison. I mean, we all have had that person in our life at some point, so we all just pictured that person. So I was like, mm-hmm. hey, I know. It's one of those things, you know, when you were growing up, everybody had a moment they were bullied and your parents say, walk away or whatever, but Mm -hmm. this was the satisfaction of actually doing something, so it it touched my heart a little bit. Yes. Um, Also, shout out to the fact that we played Hero by Skillet, which was asked of us on YouTube by somebody. Multiple people, actually. Multiple people, but somebody recently posted it, and I'm so sorry that I'm not giving you your shout-out that you deserve, but we are listening to you guys on your comments. You guys have been Unbelievable. I know, oh, yeah. even like sticking up for us. I mean, there's like, I mean, we always do the best, but like, there's somebody thought that we don't like the show. I'm like, oh That's my favorite. god. Oh, yeah. I'm like, we're so psychotic. Like, we're in love with this show. Well, it's, it's, so unbelievable. it's amazing how people can have different perceptions of something. I mean, we're all... we have the best fans of all time. Oh and, my god, and you guys like have our backs. We were like, yes, of I course, love you somebody guys. posted saying that they thought that we were just really good actors. And yes. I wish I was this good of an actor. <laughs> I wish. Uh, no, but we, we think the show is amazing, amazing. So, and thank you guys, as always, on iTunes, on YouTube on Twitter, reaching out to us. We are responding and reading every single thing you guys say. That's what makes the show so amazing. The Flash is the, I think, the most fun show on television to talk about. Yeah. Because we're, while we're watching, I'm like, Ashley, what's this about? Mm-hmm. Jeff, what's it? Tori, did you look that up? Like, There's so yeah. many different things going on that really makes it interactive, which is why it's yeah. amazing. And mm-hmm. the DC buffs have got like the lineage that they're like looking out for. Like, It's this person. We can look out for this person to turn into this character. And then there's also people like Harrison Wells. And we don't know what's going to happen. I just am more baffled by the minute about him. It's confusing. It's very confusing. We will get to him, though. This week, we are doing something new. We are opening with the big bad of the week. Uh, So, let's talk a little bit about Gerder. Am I saying that right? All right. This man scares me because (laughs) it's like... We described him tonight very cleverly as the Man of Steel. Mm -hmm. I had a chuckle about that, but... What do you do when you meet a man made of steel? You would think there's no sort of power that could overcome that. Nothing about speed came to my mind. I was like, oh, yeah, Barry will be able to take this. This is fine. 
I really didn't think that he was going to be able to. And since Ashley was on her phone and had her binder, was doing all her due diligence and told me that he's a reoccurring, I was like, all right. That's what it said on, the, on one of the websites. I mean, I mean, I think it makes sense seeing yeah. that he's in the prison now. So it's he's like, not dead. What yeah. are we calling it, Jeff? What did we decide? Oh, I don't think we did a fancy name, but it's like the Star Laboratories Prison. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. That's what it was. Yeah, that's what we got to call it because it's not like Iron Heights. We don't have a name. Yeah. <laughs> no. Star Prison. Maybe if you guys have a name, let us know. You guys came up with the Scooby Gang, so maybe you'll come up with other fun names for us. Um, but, yeah, okay, before we get to the Star Labs Prison, we are... It takes so long to get there. It, we take the entire episode to get this guy where he deserves. We see flashbacks. We see that they he's been a bully his entire life. Just one of those jerks. That guy in your class that you just want to sock in the face, but he was bigger and he was badder and he was more bracier is what, what would that be? Braces? Brace, no, no, with his braces. Oh, yes. Like brace literally. face. <laughs> brace face. My life is complicated. That was me my whole life, so I can say it. <laughs> it's literally like I had braces for like 10 years. And now you have perfect teeth. And oh, so no, they're not. He. They're not perfect. Oh, they are. They're close to it. Though. By the way, he was a little bit of a hunk. I do have to say, he was a hunk. He is a massive person. Tonight. He was. <laughs> oh, he was. Like, how tall are you? He was, he was very big. Um, Tony Woodward. You know, Tony, <laughs> I don't know what Tony. it is about me, though, guys. When we saw him with Iris for a second, I was like, ooh, he's redeemable. Ooh, he can feel love. Ooh, all of these things. Was anybody else feeling bad for him at any point during his storyline okay. tonight? I didn't feel mm. that he was that he was could feel love or anything. I felt flirtation and sexual tension of some sort. Just the fact that he was like, you know, got closer and closer to her. And he was like, You oh, think he just thought she was I cute. liked you. Yeah, totally. But, but I didn't see, like, I didn't think that he has, like, heart of, like, Gold, but steel, love. perhaps. Um, huh? um, wait, I'm sorry. But we I'm talking not. about the scene in the coffee shop. Yeah. No, that was all for like an act to get totally. what he wanted, like final information about the Flash. I don't know. And then when really? he no. come on, guys, are you kidding? I'm serious. I'm sick and twisted in the head. And you guys know that I'm loving Iris and Barry. You guys also know I kind of like Barry and Caitlin. And now I'm like, huh. Really? Iris and Tony. <laughs> this dude comes in. He's like, I'm a criminal. I'm going to take you back to my steel mill. And I'm like, all right. He's like me. America's Most Wanted. And like the waitress is like, uh, your friend's on the TV. And all right, she's like, was... oh, i got lots of cops going to come see me right now. Well, I didn't know what to make of this dude. So we've got him, and we see him in this Hummer. And we find out that in the back of the Hummer, he's got a bunch of kegs. And I'm like... Maybe he's just some frat boy, you know, looking to have a good time. Uh, but then, as we go on with uh, the metal and he hurts Barry, I, obviously I can't love him because we see the flashbacks and he was a jerk. But, you know, I'm starting to be, make, I make stories for all these villains because of the show. It makes me look at people and, and realize maybe he wasn't loved as a kid. Maybe he had a parent that was in Iron Heights. Maybe something was wrong and he was just trying to take it out on Barry. <laughs> all right, well, we all had problems, and we don't all go trying to kill people with our natural born talents or, you know, I mean, strength. Jeff's looking at me like I have six heads, and I'm sure I'm just shocked of, by what because you're because saying. You're, very, you're a very empathetic person, but the, the three of us are going to rule out that he has and any, any you, good parts of him. You mean you guys and every other person listening? And watching <laughs> no, I'm sure there's people that agree with you. I, I mean, I, I, I love that you do that, though, because it just makes it, you know, it makes you think about it. Is there a part of him? I'm sure there was a moment in time. I mean, all bullies are just, as we know, they're just very insecure and they don't like themselves and they try to hurt other people to make themselves feel better. So, yes, psychologically, I'm sure deep down he had something, some part of him maybe that was good when he was 10, but that's long gone. You know, I saw a meme floating around that said, a villain is a hero who just hasn't had his story told. No, I think that's good. I think that's good. You know, that's why, just as a little side tangent, DC, when they announced their slate, that's why we're getting Suicide Squad. That's why we're starting to see villain stories and things like that. I think that it's really interesting. And what I also think is cool, Ashley, tonight you mentioned that you felt like they were borrowing different pieces of storylines from other comics. And I was saying the same thing. You know, I, I had just watched... Um, 
Man of Steel, and I've been going back through because I'm doing that DC show. I'm watching everything and reading everything. And I felt like I knew that this was going to be somebody from his childhood that had bullied him because they they really do. They, there's like a pattern to these things. There's an art to yeah. it. And there was one really cool one that you picked up on, Ash, yeah. um, when they were... There was a fight between Barry um, in that yeah. lab that he was... What, what was that called? The place that he was staying? Not where Barry was staying, um, but where Gerda was staying? I don't know, but there was like lots of things. big, metal heavy things. metal like things. Metal factory. And, right. Yeah. In the Justice League, um, the cartoon one that I watched, it was the one that's on Netflix. Um, it falls on Batman, and then like Superman goes to save him. He has like a little like device that like he clicks whenever he needs him. Um so it just totally brought me to that exact scene. Um, I'm pretty sure it was Batman. It's either Superman gets it on him and Batman saves him or, or vice versa. This was like weeks ago that I saw this one, but I think it's Batman. But regardless, it's, it's like the so exact funny. same scene. And I'm like, oh, my God. So, and it looked like that, too. It's a really good cartoon. It doesn't even look like a cartoon. I love when you yeah. say weeks ago as if it's years ago, but I know the amount of television <laughs> you've watched in between now and then is most people's years. <laughs> oh, it was weeks ago. <gasps> weeks ago, yeah. No, but I think that's awesome. I love that they're care And they said that this story was really going to be a comic book-friendly story. Yeah. And that's mm-hmm. what we're seeing. And that's why I love that we feel like they're borrowing different pieces from everywhere. Mm-hmm. DC's TV shows are killing it right now. Yeah. Yeah, they rule. They rule. I know. <laughs> I'm just, Same. I'm completely obsessed. All right, so let's talk a little more about this Tony guy. So I guess I'm on your team that he is, we will call him the big bad of the week. <laughs> so fine, everybody wins. I think he's a bully. Um, he had like an East Coast vibe about him a little bit. Like he's like, hey, I'm Tony, you know. I'm coming, you know, I, I'm Tony. I'm so Tony you crushed Wendler. on him is what you're saying. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, looks-wise, he's got a great body. We can't deny that. He's definitely working out all the time. I mean, Gotta give him credit for that, but I just felt like he had very, like, a back home, like, when I go back home and I go to the gym back in Boston, where I'm mm-hmm. from, um, they all look like Tony, and they're all like, yeah, I'm Tony. Like, so it, just, it was very, like, oh, I'm home for, like, a minute, but <laughs> then, you know, it's scary. Did you guys think, because I thought it was so cool, the special effects on his, whatever that was, every time he turned to metal yes. or... Uh, just the way it, like, stroked up his arm. I just mm-hmm. still can't believe that this is a freaking TV show. Like, that was so cool looking. And the special effects that we see on Barry tonight. So every week we see a little bit more from him, and he's able to do something more. Last week it was changing the voice, all that stuff. This week, for lack of better words, we see him fly. Yeah. <laughs> he flies, right? I mean, talk about a superhero pose. Amazing. What did you guys think about that, between the metal and him flying and the punch and all of that? Was it up to par with the rest of the special effects we've seen? He needed to do it. I just have to say, because there was no reason. There's no, he had to come in flying or just disappearing, reaping something to make up for the fact that he left Iris there. But that's another <laughs> side note, but it really aggravated all of us. No, it is completely not a side note. It is very relevant. All fuck? right. Let's talk about that You have that to right come now. in looking like Superman. There's no other way. You, you can't come in, hey, Iris, I forgot about you. Come on, let's go. So like, here's the deal. He finally, after not knowing how to defeat him, and he gets his butt kicked a couple times, and he goes back to the Scooby gang, and Scooby gang, obviously I'm talking about Cisco and Caitlin and Wells, are like, oh, you can't do this yet. You have to run it over 800 miles per hour and all this stuff. And then finally he's like, oh, no, because he has Caitlin, and he's got all these things. He goes there, and he realizes he's getting his butt kicked with the American flag. It's ridiculous. So he's like, oh, I know what to do. I'm going to... Figure out a way to run here from five point something miles away at 800 something miles per hour. Great. I'm on board with you thus far. But you're already there. So why aren't you taking Iris with you? I figured he scooped her, brought her elsewhere, dropped her off. But no. Baffling. I made the argument. That, he did. It was a good one. Yeah, like he he left Don't her there. Don't give it to him that easy. So well, that uh, that basically Tony would stay in that same vicinity. He'd probably head towards Iris now that the Flash is gone. So that in the time that it took him to run the five miles and back, he could have uh, had a direct line as opposed to him showing up and then. Tony being completely gone because there's nothing, no I reason just, for him to stay. Tony's not know. fast though. He would have like crawled away. Yeah, what would he have done? Ran, I mean, maybe a couple feet? Like, I mean, how long did that take? It was done in a flash. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just I felt like you know how a girl feels when you leave your purse somewhere, like like you just you're just walking somewhere really quick and maybe you're at 
Well, you're with your friends or something, or you just at like a wherever. You leave your computer at Starbucks and you tell somebody, oh, "Hey, can you watch my computer for a minute?" That moment of like, oh, that scary moment where you leave something somewhere, but it's an object. But it's not, it's not, not the love like, of your life. You're not using this bait. <laughs> right. It's not like your sister slash like soon to be potential wife. Maybe I don't know. It's a friend. It's just a human being. I just I I too I was so shocked. I was baffled. I was baffled. I felt like he could have done the same thing and made sure Iris was safe. But how did he know that in the couple minutes he was gone that Tony wasn't going to kill Iris? He didn't know. Uh, but but Tony, Tony had not Tony killed kill Iris yet and had not tried to. So because, I think for that, like, 30 seconds, he's not going to kill her. Right. You, you think it was 30 seconds? I think it was, like, less than a minute. He's fast, man. But he could have held her hostage. He could have thrown her in. Uh, who knows what he could have done? It's just a big risk. I want to get out of you guys how you're feeling about the dynamic of Cisco uh, and Caitlyn. Because Cisco is very gung-ho. Oh, let's try this. Let's do that. Oh, go fight him. And Caitlyn's nervous Nelly a little bit. Like, um, or... and. Not even nervous, not like protective. And Cisco doesn't seem to give a crap what happens. And Cisco always wins. And Cisco always wins because Barry's a little bit of a daredevil. Yeah. yeah. I was actually really surprised too tonight that Harrison was on Cisco's team always. Like, yeah, run Mach 5, do it, break windows, <laughs> seal babies. Why do you think that was? Um, I don't know. I just thought that he, in the past, had been like more of a conservative character. So I, I don't know. Maybe he thought it was the only way to defeat Girder. Uh, well, okay. I think that uh, Wells is seeing Barry progress, and we know that he wants him to become the Flash. Right. And so I think that encouraging him to explore his powers more is pushing him in that direction. Do we know that we he wants him to become the Flash? Like, we know that he wants him to achieve greatness. but And we think that he's from the future, at least that he's capable of receiving things from the future. Right. But we don't know to what extent, which is what's making it so confusing to talk about Wells, because we just don't know what his intentions are. So I, it, it baffles me why he would not, like you're saying, Jeff, why he wouldn't for a second be like, ooh, you might get hurt here. Yeah. Unless he knows for a fact that he's not going to get hurt because True. he's already seen it. And also it's almost like the mentor character, like cultivating and like creating this superhero and like pushing him when necessary. But we can't forget that he killed a guy a couple episodes ago. Right. He was like seemingly innocent um, to an extent. Right. But, and in the comic book world, um, like to a certain extent, like it's black and white. Bad people kill people and good people like lock the bad people in jail. They don't kill people. It's been so interesting that it's interesting you say that because it's been so iffy recently, i.e. Arrow, who went on a killing frenzy and then started to say he wasn't killing and then has gone back on that. Like, there is what I love about superheroes these days is there is no clear cut. If you kill people, you are bad. That's not true anymore because yeah. it's like if you kill a certain level of bad person, you're actually a good yeah. guy. Which is a weird dynamic. But this, but Flash doesn't seem like that kind of character. I agree. That's why it's been kind of exciting because it's like the rise of the anti-hero lately. And that's not Flash. It's like right. just a superhero, which we like. Yeah. I'm loving Grant Asbury so incredibly much that it devastated me tonight to hear anybody say to him, you look like a fit, what's to say, looks like you were born to take a beating. I'm like, no, it doesn't. It doesn't look like Listen, that. It looks like he was born to be my boyfriend. He was born to be beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. to be your boyfriend that I can occasionally You can share. borrow him if you would like. I mean, he's... For he, ice cream and he stuff. He is, but like the moments where he is, you know, a little more like, uh, you know, at the very end, I don't know what he said at the very end, but there was something he said that was a little bit like, some of his comedy may have been a little corny, and I, those are the moments that get my heart a little bit more than when he's more like macho, like those moments where I'm just like, oh, he's got the biggest heart, and I just yeah. love that. I just think he's just, I just think he's amazing. He's such a hero. I love it, too. I think it's unbelievable, and what I liked seeing tonight was, yes, we know he has all of these powers, but we actually got to see the powers that Iris has. So let's take it back to when she was a kid and they're going through those little uh, boxing lessons with Joe and Iris got some guns, girl. <laughs> right? I mean, she, Not surprising. Not at all. She kicked some butt and she used that tonight to take out our big bad. Do we think that without Iris's punch, the big bad would have gotten up and killed Barry? Did Iris <laughs> save the Flash tonight? Potentially. Yeah. Wait, Pretty are we much. saying that her punch to the face is what knocked him out? 
I think it, it postponed, maybe gave him an extra second or two to... Because he, he like, woke up in jail. It bought us a little more time, I think. It, I, it was, like, the last straw. Like, Barry's punch did the, like, dazing damage, sure. and then she took out the last of his HP. It was a one-two punch, but one as in Barry and two as in Iris. I don't sense? know. I'm not. Uh, <laughs> not I, I'm just so not sold on like this guy who's like a massive, like foot and a half long head, native iron, <laughs> native iron, <laughs> and then dainty iris is like small, cute hands. Can we go over what meta humans right now are in Iron Heights? I mean, are in Star Labs prison? So uh, it's Girder. So we have Girder there. Yeah, and we the, have mist. the gap, the mist, and that's it. There, I thought there was one more that we put in there now. No, uh, no, because no. Um, plastic's not in there because she was the Point Break Wellington. He's got he's oh uh, right, open. he's gone. And so it's plastic's just Girder in the mist. Yeah, mm-hmm. I would die to be a fly on the wall in there. Like, what are they talking about? I know, right? Are they kicking it? <laughs> I mean, what are they doing? He hopes Comparing he like, has locker room stories. Are we giving them any books to read? <laughs> like, what's going on? Yeah, I'm wondering how they like feed them as well because it doesn't seem to be a little feeding hole. The moment you open it, you're they're probably going to have they're probably going to have an episode. You know, I'm sure in later seasons where they have like a villain episode, and it's them inside the prison talking like, about how to escape and what their next scheme is going to yeah. be. It's like interesting that you say that. Probably. Yeah, but I I think that when I mentioned this earlier on, and why I asked you guys again just now, we're building an army. They're I building agree. an army because what is what's your strongest ally? What's stronger than the enemy of your enemy, you know, or whatever that expression yeah. is? You, they all hate the Scooby Gang. Yeah. So no matter who's thrown in there, they're going to become buddies just so that they can try to get out and take over. So I really want to keep a running tab because we know week after week we're going to be putting people in there yeah. or putting mm-hmm. metahumans in there. What powers can they use together if they get out, or what powers can they use together? to get out. Or is there ever going to be a time where there's such like a villain that the Flash can't defeat that they have to like bring out these old ex-villains as like, like backup? Almost as a suicide squad? Yeah. Like we'll shorten your sentence if you go and yeah. work for us and kick like, butt. Like the world's ending, we need your help because if not, like we won't be here. So Rome free Bambi. Yeah. Okay. I'll be your mother now. <laughs> okay, I have a question. Oh, perfect sad. sense, totally. So far, everything's been being explained, as they made very clear tonight, that the particle accelerator is what's giving people powers. Right. right. Um, in Iris's case, it's the power of the pen. Um, okay, but seriously. Um, everyone has, like, a particle accelerator given power. How are they going to explain other DC characters' powers? So, I've got a couple thoughts on that. Sure. Number one, this whole time travel element. So... Anybody who had powers prior, i.e. the person who killed Nora, actually was affected by the particle accelerator and then traveled back in time. Or there's going to be villains that have no powers that are just villains. Like, think about Batman, what kind of power, you know, different things like that. Obviously, he's a hero, though. Or, like there is in the actual comics, there are different things that made villains. You know, it's not all about one particle accelerator. I think that, and I've been reading a lot of the fan blogs, and it's a great point that you bring up, because a lot of the fans actually don't want everybody's powers to stem from this one particle accelerator, because that's not how it always works. Yeah. Yeah. And I know that they're not tying in, like, Superman, like Aquaman, but, like, this is, like, a alien from Krypton. This is a man, like, in the ocean. Right. Yeah. I don't. I don't know. I, I don't think know. That's what where different do. seasons come in too. Yeah. You know, yeah. we get we get different uh, reasons. But maybe it's not just the particle accelerator. Maybe next season there's another something that happens. Explosion. Who knows what it is? Yeah. I mean, and as they expand the the universe, like I mean, in the Justice League, most of them are aliens. Uh, so I mean, the like they could just go. We found a uh, crashed shuttle somewhere, and yeah. then boom, we have aliens in the franchise. Of, of that's course, the one I'm watching is they're like they have one eye and they're like running in the city. But that doesn't. Yeah. Yes, absolutely that. But Green Lantern, Superman, all these things, it, just because they look human, they, they're still aliens because they come from a different planet. So right. there's aliens like you're describing, one eye, whatever it is, and then there's aliens that are us just not from here. So maybe their planets have different powers, which would be a way to explain totally. something. Yeah. It just it depends how far into the universe they want to get, especially in season one. I feel like we've 
uh, dove in pretty far already, and yeah. we're only six episodes in. I mean, I feel like master plan, they're like diving in like to the entire thing within like a ten year timeline. But like for the, maybe the first two, they gotta see how how far they can go, how like as far the budget will spread, <laughs> right? <laughs> While they can still gain viewers, absolutely. But it's so exciting every week for me to see um, Grant as the Flash, like expanding his powers and pushing it. I did want to ask you guys cool. about that a little bit. I know that um, it came out a while ago, but people, there's so much hubbub around it. Are you guys feeling at all? Because as we're getting attached to Grant, we're, we're loving him more and more every week. Are you guys feeling upset that they've already announced that Ezra Miller is playing the Flash on in the films, and we know for a fact that we're not going to get our beloved Grant uh, in the films? Because I feel like I'm so attached to him at this point, and he's doing such an amazing job that I keep wondering, like, Gosh, I really wish that he was given a chance. Even though I understand the, everything with uh, Crisis on Earth, whatever it is, they could combine these universes. But I, I don't know. I just think he's so amazing. I think that he would kick butt on the kicks, big screen. I do too, but I think it would deteriorate, deteriorate from the actual show that we're watching. Just in that we'll note, we'll see him in a different light because he's not playing Barry Allen. Correct? He's playing, right. in, so it's like it's well, literally a different person. It's like, I mean, um, they've, they've been said as they're they're playing playing yet. people are uh, people are stuck between whether he's playing Wally West or Barry well, Allen. I, but I think oh, okay. I've been reading that they're saying Wally West. That's why I thought they they, they already said oh, that. Oh, maybe they it's, it's a new, uh, as of a couple weeks ago. They haven't ago, announced they have it yet. They haven't. Okay, so it's not announced. But not even like a writer. Then that's got to be why because there's no reason you would have the same exact Flash, the exact same person from the exact same you know, age of the comics that you would have that person not play the person that's in the show. But also could be that he has a contract with CW where that he can't just go play in a movie that's no. You know, but, maybe but there's I something mean, with the TV and there's just like stuff that we don't that's just above us that we just don't understand. Also though they've contracts. never really crossed over between the TV and movie. It's more world. of a Marvel. It's thing. always been separate. Yeah, Marvel right. does it more and DC doesn't. And I and I don't know that it's like yeah, we're loyal to Grant, but like logistically, like on a business level, like people don't tend to see actors in movies if they can see them every week at home totally. on TV. Totally. So it, it's definitely That's not... That's a really good point. It's not affecting any of your views no. on the show because people have been asking us um, on Twitter and YouTube, whatever, if we feel okay about the fact that it's Ezra Miller and if we can feel dedicated. So we're just looking at them as separate entities and we're yeah. loving him on the show and we're excited for the movie because we're Flash fans. As of yeah. right now, but if it is Barry Allen and, and he's playing Barry... It's, we're just going to see. I, I mean, we are... We're going to draw we're, comparisons. We're very invested in this show. Right. So I don't think these people would cast somebody without thinking to themselves, are the people who are so invested in the show going to find this movie appealing? Are they going to watch the movie? Because that's the people that they're looking to yeah. bring into this right. movie are the comic fans. So they have it all under... Whatever they're I, doing, I, it makes I, sense. It's got to make sense. I also think they would worry that we would say, uh, people would say, oh, I don't watch the show, so I'm not going to go see the movie. Right. right, I that get would that. Make a lot of sense. Yeah, a, whereas the movie would attract so many more viewers. Yeah. There's a yeah. lot of different uh, views out there. We definitely want to hear your guys' opinion because I know that everybody seems to have one on this. So make sure you're commenting that in YouTube. What you guys think about Ezra Miller's casting? Um, let's keep that conversation alive because we are not going to see the movie for another few years. So <laughs> the conversation will keep going. All right, let's talk about <laughs> this relationship that to me is going nowhere. Eddie and Iris. She's lying to him already, guys. She is lying to him. It doesn't matter how you want to phrase it, why she's doing it, who she loves, whatever it is. He asks her why she didn't pick up his calls, and she says she was working late. But we all know that's not true. What was she doing? She's on the roof. Yeah, she yeah. is. Is that the answer? Her, yeah. <laughs> she's on the roof with her man. It's He's not really her man yet. It's but. very interesting watching them. Okay, I... I uh, I know I want to frame this not negatively, so positively. But do you think it's a little bit over the top how just like obsessed she is whenever the Flash enters the room? Here's why I don't. If that because this show has been so realistic so far, like yeah. you know, we're not in outer space, whatever it is. If this was me, I think about if this was me, and there was literally a superhero, like this guy coming to sweep me off my feet, actually pick me up and sweep me off of my feet and bring me somewhere. I would be like, ha ba ba ha ba ha ba Not the same with me. Yeah. 
Same you know? with me. Same with me. Of course, of course. And 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 not only that, but it's like she kind of feels like she's part of his team now. She's like, I have to tell you something. You know, this guy's coming. She's, like, she's trying to fill him in on all these situations whenever she hears of them because now these people are coming to her. Like she's kind of like that liaison between the Flash and the rest of the world, mm-hmm. and she feels like it's her duty now. She can't just abandon him despite him saying it's not safe. She's like, listen, I know he's just saying that because he wants to be safe. Right. Meanwhile, he's just like, no, seriously, stop. Like, but. She's invested now. So I guess that's going to be the female perspective because every time I see her just like giggling and goo eyes, I'm like, come on, Iris. Like, what are you doing? It's what you want to do to your girlfriends when they come and tell you like, oh, there's this guy and I'm so obsessed with him and he's amazing. And it's like, shush, honey. Like, just relax for a second. So I get get it. But I totally think that if that was me, I would just be on cloud nine. I would too. And from another perspective, like he is a hero. He's been saving people all over the city. So it's like if this prized uh, firefighter was walking around town, you'd be like, yeah, that guy's awesome. And also, he's famous now, you know? He's getting known as the streak. Although, he's no longer going to be known as the streak. That was such a cool moment. Oh, oh my God. I was surprised it didn't come from Cisco because he's been the namer of all. Cisco the namer. (laughs) Cisco the namer. Um, But he... It was really cool. I wrote this down somewhere, the exact line. They were sitting there talking, and she's, uh, well, I'll find it in a little bit. But um, Oh, she says, comes and goes in the blink of an eye, in a, and he says, flash. (laughs) Yeah, baby. (laughs) That's perfect. And then she uses it from her friend. I thought that was a really cool moment. But, Ash, I'm really worried that we're going to get something that you were talking about you didn't want to see and that I knew I didn't want to see, which is that she is going to fall in love with the Flash and not with Barry. Oh, and of course. that's I mean, a bummer. Not, uh, Just, I mean, he's more intense. You know, you are, she, but, but tonight she did say, and I knew we were going to talk, but tonight she did say, oh, I missed you, Barry. And I was kind of like, wait. For one second, because we, I, I thought Eddie may have been on to him just for a second when he's like, "How did you appear here?" So I'm like, "Wait, did he tell her that she, that that Barry ran fast earlier?" And then she's putting two and two together just for a quick second because she's like, "I missed you." And I'm like, "Wait, does she know?" Mm. Obviously, she doesn't. But the real question is going to be when she does find out, what is she going to think of him? Right? Is she uh, still going to think he is as intense and as yes when she finds uh, out? She's is she going to transfer her feelings for the from the Flash to Barry? Right. Or is she going to transfer her feelings for Barry to the Flash? Right. I think a little of both, which would make the perfect relationship. Yeah. I mean, I think it'd be like a piece of cake for her just to say, like, you're the Flash. Oh, my God. Yeah. But that was my big question, actually, the night. Why do they not bring her onto the team? You know, everybody else, Joe knows. Everybody knows. Like, bring her into Star Labs and be like, we can trust you. We know that. We want to tell you. Here's why. Because they're nervous that it's going to put her at risk. The more she knows, the more in danger she is. But she's not. there's no signs of her slowing down right now. At all. And they're just thinking maybe she'll be able to. I mean, you, there was a moment you just brought up, Ash, that I wanted to talk about, which is when Barry does run really fast in front of Eddie, which happens to be Iris's uh, boyfriend. Right. It, you know... It reminded me of Man a Man of Steel in that moment where um, Superman's dad actually dies because there's the dog. Spoiler alert! There's the <laughs> there's the dog there's the dog in the car, right. and the dad is so doesn't want Barry to uh, the dad doesn't want Superman to show who he is. He doesn't want the world to know because he doesn't think the world's ready for it. So easily Superman could have gone and saved his dad, but the dad tells him not to because he doesn't want his power to be exposed. And this to me was like. Barry, careful, don't expose your powers too soon, because depending on who sees it, they could use this against you. Now, we know that this guy's name is Eddie Thawne. I know there's a lot of different theories on who the reverse Flash is, but in the comics, this is the reverse Flash, so I've got my eye on him, and if he is this evil being, and if he does figure out Barry's secret, how is he going to use that against him, and how is he going to use that to turn Iris against him? I don't know. Well, he did say um, when he saw Barry with, uh, he saw, you know, Barry was um, in the police station. He's like, oh, he, you, t- what's going on with you two? I think that was his exact words. Eddie says to Barry, what's going on yeah. with you two or something. Barry is so good. Yeah, and Barry's like, and he like hits the door and he's like, oh, nothing. Bless he, like, you. walks out, bless you. And I'm like, wait a minute, does this mean, and then later on we see the punching bag and of course Barry's the one holding the punching bag as Eddie's punching. So I'm like. I'm sensing a little bit of tension now and a little bit of, like, Eddie's a little bit onto something because he's sharp, but he's not exposing that he's 
onto anything. Well, he's trying he did not mention to. that uh, he initially felt threatened by Barry. So right. I mean, he does have his eye on him. Keep your friends close, your enemies closer. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Do you think it's possible that Eddie does not know that he's going to be the Reverse Flash? Or you mean that he is the Reverse Flash, but he hasn't gotten his powers yet from the Particle Accelerator? Yeah. The reason I don't think that's possible is because I believe that the Reverse Flash killed Nora. So the Reverse oh. Flash must be aware that it is the Reverse Flash because they would have had to travel back in time. So what if it's think- a time paradox? Like, John Connor didn't exist yet before getting impregnated by Reese from the future in Terminator. Who was sent back by Who was John sent Connor. back by John Connor. So it could be a time paradox. Maybe... Uh, the reverse Flash becomes the reverse Flash later on, and then he says, oh, I want to try to kill the Flash in the past, or something like right, that. Right, right, that could happen, he doesn't know yet, and then he would know Yeah, I'm just wondering, does he back. not know that he's the reverse, is he not the reverse Flash yet, beyond knowing it? It's well, possible. We don't know if he is the reverse Flash. Like, the last scene, I don't want to skip ahead too much, but the last scene made me really doubt him being the reverse Flash, mostly because he was unaware of everything that exactly. was happening yeah. with Joe and uh, Wells and all that stuff. But would they be able to exist in the same universe? Because, I, like what I think Sean was getting at, if he doesn't know yet, and what I think Jeff was getting at too, if he doesn't know yet, and he does know later on, maybe there's actually two of them living at the same time right now, and he went back, and the current him doesn't know about anything, but him in 10 years might know about something. Okay. You know yes. what I mean? But going back to what Satori said, sorry, um, the only person who knew about Joe doing this investigation and all this research was Harrison. Yeah. And then suddenly someone's breaking in. So I, I, I want to talk about the investigation a little bit and, and what Joe was thinking by going to Wells. At first, I'm sitting there wondering if Joe is an idiot. You know, for lack of a better word, sorry, but I was... Sitting thinking, how are you going to spill all of your resources to this guy? You don't know him that well. Last week you were questioning his intentions with Barry. This week you're giving him all of your research. But Joe is smart. He's a cop. And we've seen him prove time and time again that he sees things. I.e. him knowing his daughter had a boyfriend. um, And also him picking up on Barry. All these things. He's smart. So he is on to Wells. On to him. What does that mean? Not exactly sure. But something that Wells says disproves that he could be the person that Joe is thinking he is, which is about his ex-wife. And before that, I I just want to mention, Wells does say to him, um, why are you asking me these questions? You already know. Yeah. You already, you're acting like you don't know. You already know. And so I think he's also very much aware as to how sharp Joe is. Right. So it's just, it's just the two people, it's like, um, did you ever see the movie Heat? Mm-hmm. It's, it's like the, the same McCarthy. scene, the one scene with um, De Niro and um, and um, oh, I'm thinking the original uh, Heat. Oh uh, no, not the, the one with Melissa McCarthy. No, but oh. that's a good movie. Um, <laughs> no, but that one scene where he knows he's a cop, and the other guy knows that he's a, uh, a you know a thief and uh, a horrible person. And there's that one scene where there's they just both get each other. Mm-hmm. And it's not to say that one of them's a horrible person, but it just it was just one of those. They both have a mutual understanding as to where they're both coming from, but they can sit down and have a conversation and act like we see that we'll have this conversation a lot in the show. Ash, I think it's a really good point. Is about the way that you use your powers. So if you're a metahuman, if you become good, if you become evil, or if you are brilliant, which Joe and Wells both seem to be, how you use that intelligence, whether you use it for good or for evil. Mm -hmm. But the people that come from the same place, this brilliant place, they see each other. They see each other in the light. So I I think it's a smart point. They really are looking at each other and they acknowledge the other one's very smart. Whoever hasn't seen the movie, please see it. It's amazing. Just, the uh, Melissa McCarthy one. No. <laughs> De Niro. See both movies. You know, every time that Harrison says something or, like, makes an observation, I feel like he's expecting whatever to happen to happen, and he's, like, never caught off guard or surprised. And I wonder if that's because that's true or if it's because I just think he's, like, from the future and I'm expecting that. So I'm, like, projecting it. Well, they're definitely trying to put little Easter eggs in there about yeah. it. You know, the fact that he always uses the word yet like that hasn't happened oh, yet, so or much, whatever, yeah. us. whatever it is. So it's not just you. I think we're all thinking that, but we are hyper aware of it. So maybe we're thinking it more than it even is happening. Yeah, uh, which I'm not yeah. sure. What did you guys think? First of all, did you believe his storyline? So Joe goes and looks into this the girl. Finally, um, Tess gets Morgan. Pissed. yeah, Tess Morgan. He gets pissed about Joe. Wells gets pissed and says, "If you want to look something up, look up Tess Morgan." 
Do we think this actually happened? Do we think he planted these stories? Did you believe that he had a wife, that wife was killed in a car accident, and that was 14 years ago? And then he moved from one lab to Star Lab. I, I, I did initially think that, but as you say that, now I'm like, hmm, because we know it's not really part of the DC universe, mm-hmm. A. B, um, out of nowhere, someone who's been so secretive for so long, you just gave a, a vast amount of information right. within one sentence. As Roxy pointed out, she's like, that's a lot of information. A ton of information. The guy who's the, the, the secret guy, all of a sudden you're telling everything. And I, I was like, I think this might be his way of playing on on... The fact that Joe is very empathetic, and maybe this will overshadow his his intelligence and make him feel, you know, a lot of sympathy for him, and then he won't be thinking so cunningly at oh, right. I'm not thinking the worst of you anymore because I'm not, uh, you know, a little trying to get the sympathy with his heart. Yeah, and I think too, like the writers are very smart, and we, he's been kind of like twirling his mustache the last couple yes. episodes. This is the most humanizing thing that we've learned about him. And I think that's really good for the viewers to get on his side a little bit more. If it's true. Yeah, right. if it's true. But, I mean, right now I don't know whether to believe it or not. So I don't know. And I, I would tend to believe it because even if it is true, it doesn't mean there aren't other true things. Of it course. doesn't mean that he cr- didn't crash the car on purpose or whatever it yeah. is. Yeah, right. And he's a, if, he, if he is a time traveler, I mean, there's no saying that he couldn't have gone back and put those records in just to cover his mm. own butt. Yeah. That's what I was saying, so I don't even know if we trust him, but yeah. for now, and, I'll let it go and believe him. Yeah. What was and, on the uh, newspaper? Sorry. sorry, what was on the newspaper in the first episode? 2024, uh, but what was Crisis. The, yeah, infinite crisis. crisis. That was, it just Flash said, disappears, yeah. um, Wayne and Queen. Nothing about car crash, combined. right? No. Okay. No, no, because this would have been 14 years earlier, the car I know, but I just, I just thought to myself... The newspaper. I forgot what it said on it. Yeah, because we paused that. Yeah. No, I got the documents you. I, tonight. I think yeah. that it's really important. I'm gonna. I want to go back and rewatch all these episodes yeah. because they are hinting at so many things, and I'm like. Oh, I see you, Flash, but do I really? <laughs> but do I really? Exactly. Yeah. And, you know, I just think that, like, him moving in town a month before Nora dies, it's too much a coincidence. Like, mm-hmm. coincidences don't happen like that. The entire particle accelerator situation is too much of a coincidence. The yeah. whole thing, it's a setup. He set it up. We know that he's not telling the truth. We know he doesn't need this wheelchair. We know he hasn't been right. affected the ways that he's saying he's been affected. We know he'll kill if he has to. We know mm-hmm. he's a murderer. So I, we're missing pieces. It's not just, oh, woe is me. My wife died, right. and now I'm in a wheelchair, and everything keeps happening to me. It's not that. There's no way. That's a great point. We've no reason to believe anything that he tells other characters. Mm-hmm. Because we've seen that everything right. that he's told other characters has been a lie. Yeah. Versus when he's alone and walking around without glasses, then we can believe like what's going on. <laughs> exactly. Right. Absolutely. And we saw last week that he was um, with Gorilla Grodd. He, he was testing the for trying to do the mind yeah, compulsion. The mind so, I don't know. But then he did stop that and he had his own plans. What are your own plans? What were your plans? Was this your plan all along? What are you trying to do? Right. Did you do this because you're the reverse Flash and you're just trying to make Barry the best Flash that he can be? Maybe. (laughs) You never know. All right. So then there's this really, really strange scene that we're left with, which is Joe, who's looking into all these things, doing all of his research, trying to figure it out. He's trying to figure out who killed the mom and try to get the dad of the jail at the same time. And all of a sudden... In comes the yellow and red. Now, this was a little different than the last time we saw the yellow and red. Because this yellow-red, although I think it's the same thing... It's more red than yellow. Was a little more red than yellow at first, but then had that yellow monster. Yeah, mm-hmm. face. That face. That face is haunting my nightmares. <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, come on. That was scary. For a CW show, I think you yeah. even said that actually... The stabbing was... The, the knife. On the picture, yeah. So much. Oh, yeah. I was like, no. The, the whole thing, it was re- that was like an HBO moment yeah. for a second, yeah. you know? Gritty, especially for The Flash, which has been this light show. I mean, I gotta say, Joe can't just close one eye to this, you know, and say, whatever, no, you know, I'm just gonna keep on trucking down the road. He would be a moron to do so, and we already proved in the last few weeks he's not a moron. Right. So, what did you guys think about this moment? Who did this give you any clues to who the reverse flash is? Was this the reverse flash? And how do they know what's going on with Joe? Um, well, all right. 
I thought it was a great moment, mostly because that was like effective threat, like a picture of his daughter, a knife, uh, and all of his notes gone. Um, I also thought it was a little and then showy. No, what is it? stop or else? Yeah, muhaha. Showy in a very like comic book way. Right. <laughs> I, mean, I meant yeah. like because yeah. a, a speedster could effectively just swipe everything in one swoop, but he's just like, I'm gonna run around your place for like six yep. minutes. Yeah, he's like, I'm gonna show you that I am in control here. Um, right. And so I thought that was a good moment, which, I mean, now uh, something that Sean said made me think that maybe it is a paradox, but with Wells. So Wells is essentially laying all these um, pieces down so that his future reverse flash can come back. And so that's maybe who he's talking to or communicating with so in the future. Do you think he is the future reverse flash or he knows the future reverse flash? Um, I think he knows or becomes <laughs> They're on later. the same team. Oh, yeah. but either way, they need the flash like operating at his like optimal level to like get what they want out of him. Right. So right. do you think that's why they are, oh. that he's collecting these, uh, you know, um, villains each week and, and, and trying to create his army and like that, you know, he one by one, it's just like like Roxy was saying. I mean, oh. you have these people downstairs in your lab. With the key. You're with, exactly you're right. You're holding the key. Right. You're protecting Barry. That's your whole mission. Right. Absolutely. And, and I mean, it's just now and I'm like, also, now that you said that, I'm like, oh God. Why do we want, why do we want uh, Joe to stop looking? The reason we would want him to stop looking is because we want Barry's dad to stay in jail. The reason you would want Barry's dad to stay in jail is because you don't want Barry to have a father. You don't want Barry to have a father because you want him to keep always fighting for something, fighting for something. Who wants Barry to be, a, who wants the Flash to be a better version, always fighting? The reverse Flash. Mm-hmm. Right now, the, the coach that keeps doing that is Wells. So either it is Wells or maybe you're right. It's just Wells is working with this person. And Man. Maybe that person is one of the people we've already seen, or maybe that person is somebody we haven't met. I cannot wait to read these YouTube comments this week. <laughs> yeah, because like, oh, they just come up with things. These oh, people amazing. are amazingly intelligent. Dude, I'm yeah. just like, oh, my God. Because I, I want these questions answered, like, right now. And the, and the, the Twitter, too. And the Twitter. Yes, you guys are awesome. In- incredible. And love on the iTunes, too. So it, it's been really yeah. amazing. And you guys have such great theories. Okay, anything else on tonight's episode before we get to some news and gossip? No. Brought to you by Jeff Masters 1. <laughs> no, but it goes off of what we talked about earlier with the Ezra Miller casting and whether or not they want the movie and TV to be the same world. And uh, Stephen Amell came out. He was very mad that they cast Ezra. He wanted Grant. He said it's stupid that they did not cast Grant. And um, beyond having him also play the Arrow, he just thinks that it's like a big misstep on DC's part. I thought it was really cool that he spoke up. Yeah. So many actors, rightfully so, are afraid to say what they're actually thinking because they're afraid they're going to lose their jobs. Yeah. And they also don't want to bite the hand that feeds them. But eh, luckily, without him, there is no arrow. He's in a pretty secure spot. People seem to love working with him. And I feel like he stood up for his boy. Yeah. Yeah. He's been very protective of Grant the whole time. And just like, he's a cool, chill person who's like very level headed. So the way he said it, you're like, okay, I see your point. <laughs> yeah. I, I agree. Any other thoughts on that? Is yeah. this our news and gossip music? Yeah, okay. I thought you guys, I wasn't sure if you guys were going into it or not. Yeah, I, didn't I get the news and gossip cue? We already did, didn't we? Yeah. Well, now we, like, we yeah. jumped into it. It was so subtle. I couldn't tell. We're dovetailing, baby. I mean, it, was, it was very subtle, but it was good. All right, so. Predictions, is that what it is? Yeah, let's get to some so predictions music then. for that. Ash, Ash is like, let's, let's get on with the fastest man alive. Yeah, please. Yes. All right. I want some more frosting. Guys. We overdosed on cake tonight. Oh, yeah, I still have a blue tongue. Woo. Um, is it still blue? No? Yeah, it looks really good with the red uh, lipstick. Thank you. Guys, log on to YouTube and take a look at her tongue right now. Oh, and now I just blue drove tongue. our YouTube views up. Thank you. Right, what did we see in the preview as the villain next week? So, I don't know what we saw. Uh, we know that his speed is gone, so somebody oh, was stripped it. from him. But here was what I was asking you guys. A couple episodes, not the Plastique episode, but the episode before that, when we saw Wentworth Miller's character, Captain Cold, and at the end of the episode, Captain Cold ends up going to Heatwave and says, let's join forces. And we haven't seen them now for a few weeks. Are they building their own little army? Are they coming after us? I mean, 
this is more than just the big bad of the week. This is like the big bad of the season. Yeah. Where are they? Where are they hiding? What are they planning? It's freaking me out a little bit. They're at boot camp. They're training. The longer yeah. we go without seeing them, the po- more powerful I think they're getting. What do you guys think about next week? I mean, we saw the speed is gone. Uh, we know we're coming up on this two-night event, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. If you've been yeah. watching Arrow, it's like just killing it right now. Um, and, they're, and they're advertising it as Flash versus Arrow instead of it's, instead of it being them working together, it's Flash v. Arrow. So what's going on that they're going to be fighting each other and who wins this Felicity? Battle, you think? <laughs> a potential fight over Felicity? I don't know. I don't know. I hope not. I feel like that would be more of a uh, Barry Oliver fight, not a Flash v. <laughs> Arrow fight. You know what I mean? They're really going to put on the costumes to fight right? a little girl? I don't know. I don't <laughs> Maybe. know. Would be epic. I can't figure out a reason why, but I guess we'll have to tune in. What do we have for predictions, guys? I mean, if we're if we're bringing in the concept of mind control, then it could be that Barry is getting controlled, and then uh, by who? By Gorilla Grodd. If if we're you know going full scale, because we did see him, we don't know if he's okay. Yeah. So I mean, that I feel like that would be the only reason why Barry would go out of control. Because I mean, he's a very mild mannered character. Um, not to steal. He's Superman. very polite. Yeah. He is, and so like, uh, unless there was someone that the Arrow was trying to protect, that uh, Barry was trying to get. Okay, but that would be the only thing I can think of. Yeah, I don't have a specific prediction, but I wonder if they can take his powers away. Whose powers? Uh, Barry Barry's. Allen's. Um, can they give it to somebody else? Mm-hmm. Like is like, like a can we put Harrison's, it in the box and wrap it as a present? Yeah, and then Harrison <laughs> opens it and puts it on. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. I just wonder like he can where stand. the powers would be. You know. Okay, got it. Um, prediction for next week because it's going to be an amazing episode. That's my prediction. <laughs> I'm just excited. Cool. You know, okay. I'm I'm thinking that because earlier we were talking about how the arrow has very different way of hurting his villains. Um, I think that they're not going to see eye to eye. They're going to try to work together as a team, but maybe not see eye to eye on how to take somebody down. Totally. Whoever that somebody is. Maybe they need to join forces to take down this army that is coming. I guess the real question is, who are you going to be rooting for? The arrow or the flash? Because some people love them both equally. I love them both. I love them (laughs) both so much. But, you know, I got to say, I love Arrow. I do, but my heart belongs to Barry right now. It really does. He's and coming between guys, best friends. I know. You. We're it's both so fighting hard. over him. <laughs> okay, guys. If we want to talk about The Flash throughout the week, where can we find you? Starting with Ashley. Twitter at Ashley Daniels. Instagram at Miss Ashley Daniels. And I tweet from Jeff Masters one Tari, that's you. <laughs> uh, and I, you can find me on Twitter at Tari J. That's T-A-U-R-I-J-A-Y. What just happened? You're just staring at them. They're such beautiful people. I, I, yeah, I really was. I, was like, I know. Oh, we have a nice flush over here. I know. <laughs> Ashley versus Jeff. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I thought you were the same person. We oh. kind of morphed. Jaffley. He's the reverse Ashley. Oh, okay. Oh, my gosh. And you guys can find me at Roxy Stride. You can find us at AfterBuzzTV, AfterBuzzTV.com. Go to iTunes. Go to YouTube. I mean it. We really, really love when you guys rate, comment, and subscribe. It helps us out so much. And we love hearing what you guys have to say. Until next week, same time, same place. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.